You're listening to the 5-Minute Friday podcast episode of The Aligned Self. This is your host, Daniel Janovi. Okay, 5-Minute Friday, a short and concise podcast episode of The Aligned Self designed to leave you with a question, an idea, a strategy, a tip, a hack in order to give you greater access to your conscious awareness, evolving your conscious awareness, or give you greater mastery over your mind. Hello, friend, and welcome into this 5-Minute Friday. Now, if you're a new listener, at some point during this episode, you're going to get the urge to go ahead and subscribe. And after you subscribe, please leave me a five-star review. Because, frankly, if you're not going to give me a five-star review, you might just want to go somewhere else because, obviously, this isn't your vibe. This isn't, you know, appealing to you. But in today's episode, I'm going to give you a ready reference, a ready access, an easy access to your intuitive guidance. This is something that I first used when I was beginning to tune in to a greater degree to my intuitive guidance. It's simple. And as you develop your intuitive guidance to a finer degree, you're going to become aware of finer and finer distinctions, variances, subtle distinctions. And basically, you're learning to tune into subtle energy. And while it may go without saying, uh, I'll say it anyways, tapping into intuitive information is actually learning to decipher and interpret energy. And so in the context of energy, there are overt vibes, undeniable vibrations, so to speak. And then there are other subtle vibrations that are more like a whisper. And ultimately, we want to achieve that state where we can tune into our intuition when it is only a whisper. But if you harness this one technique, it will serve you in a multitude of ways, Now, there is a pitfall in using this and something to be aware of, and it's only to be aware of. By and large, this works for you almost every time until it doesn't. And so without further delay, this technique is harnessing or tuning in to whether the energy is expansive, light and airy, or is it constricting, contracting, heavy, dull. This information is interpreted on the kinesthetic level, the feeling level, sensation level. Now, if you're primarily visual, this information may appear lighter, brighter, more vivid, clear, or there's a sense of clarity or sharpness to the image in your mind. Uh, Contrast that with dullness, darkness, um, out of focus, dingy, dull, You get the picture, pun intended. Now, if you are primarily visual, understand that at some point you're going to want to begin translating into the sensation or kinesthetic modality because this is where you become aware of the finer and finer distinctions of subtle energy. You'll be able to pick up on things, the slight currents in the environment, the the shifts in energy when they're ever so slight, There's a disturbance in the force. You can pick that up somewhere in your experience. So your intuition will communicate to you in this expansiveness or the constricted feeling almost immediately. 
But sometimes we're not aware of it because we have the logical mind, our rational mind involved in it, and somehow we're invested at the logical level. So I'm going to give you a few examples of how this might occur for you or how you could utilize it. And uh, I would say that you would start practicing on some dinky-do items, some small, no-risk opportunities. That way, if you're wrong, then there's no harm done. And I, I guess this is a good time to mention something that I've talked about in previous episodes, and that is to make sure that you're asking the most appropriate question for the answer that you want to receive. Because intuition, the universe, is always in the process of answering your current question. So first, let's talk about an easy way to utilize this, and that is selecting something to eat. Rather than say, what do I want to eat, or what could I eat, you're going to get an immediate response, but it's not necessarily going to be in alignment with what's best for you. All of us have been in the point where we've neglected feeding ourselves and we, we actually get to a point in the day where we are undeniably hungry. And so what we typically do is we make a choice, and it seems like it's an intuitive choice, it, but we're feeding that craving. We're feeding that immediate hunger and may not be connected to the best choice for our health and well-being. So let's say that you're at a restaurant and you're looking at the menu. Now, when I look at the menu, I look at the first thing that sounds most appetizing to me. And then I ask the question, what would best serve my well-being? What would be the best meal for me to enjoy that would be satisfying, tasty, and nutritious? And then I scan the menu, noticing what pops out to my eye, what pops out, what resonates with my body. And sometimes it resonates with my very first choice or isn't aligned with my first choice. And other times there's a different choice, a different option that pops up off the menu. Now, I'm using a visual term here, pops off, but that is akin to the expansive feeling, a feeling of lightness or attractiveness. Yes, that it's almost magnetic. This process can be used in a number of ways, not just with food, but mostly anytime you have two or more options. You know, which movie do you want to see? Where do you want to go on vacation? How do you want to spend your weekend? Or let's say that you have an invitation to a party. You can actually tune into that party, tune into that date and feel how does it occur to you? Is it an expansive feeling or is it a contracting feeling? And I, I guess the party aspect or the party idea would be a good time to talk about the potential pitfall. Uh, let's say that you're typically an introvert. You don't like to go out that much or you like to, you know, you recharge your batteries by staying at home. And when you consider a party, it almost immediately sounds unattractive, feels constricting. We're essentially asking a different question or a wrong question or one that is going to keep you in your comfort zone. And so an alternative question could be to avoid that pitfall of, you know, acquiescing to a pattern that is well established. Ask yourself, is this going to be a beneficial opportunity for me? Will I enjoy myself? Will I meet somebody? Will this open up possibility for me? And then tune into the feeling that occurs. How does it resonate with you? Now, I'm, I've been touching upon asking the right question. I probably should do a separate episode on how to ask the most appropriate question. 
that will lead you to the most expansive beneficial result for you. Because a lot of times people ask, what is the best opportunity? What is the, is this what I want to do? Is this right for me? And in the context of the universe, you're, you have dominion, you have free will, and you can do just about anything. But just like going across town or across the county, most any road will get you where you want to go sooner or later. Some will move faster, some will have detours, some will be more expeditious. So it really depends on the, the parameters that you want to put on your experience. And so from the context or from the perspective of the universe, there is no best alternative. There is no right alternative because good, bad, right, wrong, best are all relative terms. It's all relative to the context or the perspective that you're asking the question from. Now, I just realized that I didn't actually say it, but this feeling of expansiveness, this feeling of being light and airy, uh, bright, vivid, that is typically a yes. The, the contraction, the constrictedness, that is typically a no. I, I guess that would have been important to say up front here. Now, another example is my son was considering a job. He was had been made an offer, and he was recounting the offer to his mother and me. And I could see by his nonverbals that he wasn't really sold on the job, but he needed the money or he thought he needed the money. And so to assist him, I asked, how does this feel? Let's say you get the job. Is it something that you're going to be excited about that you can't wait to get up in the morning? Or will it feel like dull routine? Does it feel like it will have drawbacks? And once he tuned into his feelings, it was about 10 seconds later, he said, I don't like the way it feels. It feels heavy. It feels dull. It feels constricted. And I responded, well, I guess you have your answer. You already know exactly how it's going to turn out for you so you can make the most appropriate decision based on that information. So I don't think I have to go into a lot more detail on this. I I gather that you understand the, the premise here. And you can actually put it into practice in your life. Begin taking a look at the different options you have available to in your life and tap into. Is it an expansive feeling or a contracting feeling? Is it light and airy or heavy and dull? But like I said, until you're really practiced, really honed in your intuitive guidance, don't use this technique to make major life decisions because there are other factors, other pitfalls in this. And you could be tapping into fear. You could be tapping into other thought forms. And this is why when you're considering major decisions in your life to ask a series of questions and tune into your intuition uh, each time, look at it from a variety of different angles. Sometimes people use this technique to determine whether or not they want to stay in a relationship. Well, things haven't been going very well in the relationship. You may have a knee-jerk immediate response because you're projecting out in the future that things aren't going to change which potentially they could change. They could change to your benefit. Relationships are just one of many of the different options or different decisions that you have to make in life. And it is best these, because, you know, relationships is such a major uh, investment of time and energy. And it, it helps you grow on so many different levels that it's hard to assign a simple question, a yes or no question to the situation. 
And, you know, this is where you want to ask a variety of questions from a variety of perspectives. And that's enough about that. So until next time, this is your friend and host, Daniel Danovi, urging you to follow your bliss. And I didn't mean to cut myself off there on the questioning. Uh, We'll do a deeper dive on asking the best questions to lead you to the answers that you want to receive. So I'll start this again. I'll end this again. Until next time, this is your friend and host, Daniel Danovi, urging you to follow your bliss, live your life from inner signals. It's all about inner signals as you engage in the epic adventure. (laughs) 